25 years ago when I was on the dating scene, things were so much simpler. You know, you called somebody on the phone and you talked to them. You gave them your number or your address and you wrote them letters. Maybe you sent an email and then you went on dates. You Dude, the world courage, has changed of honor, so much. Of and I know so many men the father, the who husband, are, for whatever leader, reason, starting family, over, maybe after needs. a marriage or a relationship. This is the or maybe they've just never Here's really host, gotten Josh started. Hager. They've never really dated and they've always wanted to and they need the confidence to know how. Today's guest on the show is Jared Syke Lawrence. And Jared has a wealth of knowledge to share with you about modern you can be a man of courage, of honor, of integrity. You can be the father, the husband, the leader that your family and your community needs. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Hatcher. Gentlemen, welcome back to Manlyhood.com. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher, and I'm the founder of this movement, this Manlyhood movement. This is not just a website, just a podcast, or a YouTube channel, or a blog. This is a movement of men who are trying to be better men together, and I want to invite you to join us in this. So if you're listening to this interview, please go to the Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave. Send a request. We'd love to get you in there. It's where men help to build each other up. We don't tear each other down. We don't make fun of each other. Although we might sometimes tease each other out of fun and out of love, not really in that mean-spirited way that the trolls on the internet do. In fact, if we have that in the group, you're out. For the most part, it's guys that really genuinely want to help each other grow, and I am grateful for that movement. We want to invite you to be a part of it as well. So go to Facebook, type in Manlyhood Man Cave, join the group. As we get into today's interviews, we're talking about men being better men. Jared Lawrence really digs in. He talks about his experience. You know, this man grew up uh, very disconnected from the dating scene and from women and really was not a winner, so to speak. And now the guy has any relationship he wants. And what he's done is he's taken the things that he's learned from psychology and relationships and he's melded them into a program to help men become the kind of men that are a good catch for the women they're trying to attract. So I'm hoping that as we go through this, we can learn. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm not dating and I'm not trying to catch a woman. I've already got mine and she's great. <laughs> but you might need some help with this. Maybe you were divorced and you're starting over. Maybe you never really got started. This is the hope that as we learn this, we can learn how to become a better man so that we can then not only be confident and fulfilled in that, but then we can actually bring something to the table and have a better relationship. And honestly, even if you are dating or married like I am, there's things we can learn as well. We can learn how to be more attractive for our spouse and for our partner. Let's learn from Jared Lawrence. Jared, it is great to have you on the show, my friend. It's been really cool to see your journey and the things that you're working on. Uh, I think it'd be awesome if maybe you could introduce yourself and tell our listeners what it is you do. Absolutely. For starters, thanks for having me, Josh. It's awesome to be on this. You know, I love uh, spreading this message and talking to guys. I also love your Star Wars shirt. I'm a big <laughs> you know, fan, fan myself, but catching up with the, the Boba, uh, Boba series. But who am I? You know, I'm probably in one of the weirdest, misunderstood, craziest industries on this planet. And that is the whole dating coach um, industry. And what I do is I help entrepreneurs, businessmen, success-minded men um, meet, attract, and date higher quality women, the kind of women they never thought possible, as well as expand their social circle or friend group or whatever you want to call it so that they're connected with the kind of guys they want to be with, whether it's high status guys, you know, like some of my best friends now through my own. And I tell them, I'll only tell my friends like, yo, I gamed you make no mistake. Like this was on purpose. They make seven, they make seven to eight figure. They run, yeah, they make seven, to eight figures. They run giant companies um, dealing with, you know, a guy 
who should not be at that level, should not be, uh, you know, they should not be care to rub elbows with me. But the biggest thing that we teach here and that we really stress are the relationship skills, the people skills, the social skills. And that is the main message, I think, of what I do. I show people how it's not just that some people have it, whether it comes with living an amazing lifestyle or attracting quality women. It is a learnable and teachable skill, one that I've been doing. And, and my, as, for, as for my background, you know, I've been doing this for the last 15 years. Um, I've worked with almost every company in the sun, the, some of the greatest seducers on the planet. Uh, my background's in psychology. I have seven years of formal psychological training um, across multiple universities. I've been featured on MTV, A&E, Oxygen, um, CBS, Fox, uh, and all, all the letters. You know, <laughs> So this is definitely not new to me. This is something I'm very passionate about because I came from a place of extreme scarcity both with women and, and friends, as well as money. And I was able to grow it and learn, you know, these skills that have led me to really start living a lifestyle that most men can, can't even fathom or dream of. And when I try to explain it to them, a lot of the time they just say, oh, you're, you're that's hyperbole. That's just marketing. That's just something, you know, that, that's crazy talk. And then I show them footage and I show them videos and I, and I will bring them in or they come see it. And it really is mind-blowing what someone can do if they actually learn this area of life that's not taught anywhere. It's not taught by dad. It's not taught in school. This is one of those key things that is such a fundamental uh, cornerstone of our personality of, to, of making us happy and fulfilled as social creatures that's not taught anywhere. And that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to do for the world. I think that you're probably the guy that in many cases is going to be very misunderstood. You know, oh, yeah. and, you know, I, I mean, I think of the movie Hitch, right? Like that's you, right? That's, that's what you do. I, funny enough, people always compare me to Hitch. Hitch is way creepier. If you think about it, Hitch, <laughs> Hitch, because it's Will Smith, it's okay. But Hitch stalks women. He will stalk right. a girl and then like stage this manipulative way of them meeting and do it. Like, I so I don't do that. What right. I do, what I do is I take a group of men, the guys in my program and I show them psychology of how women works, how attraction works, how, you know, the social elements work to build a lifestyle. And we deep dive and go, what is holding you back as a man to living the life and getting the goals you want? And then I teach them these skills that are kind of universal and, and helpful and give them the practice and the resources they need to succeed. But no, we don't stalk any girls. We are very female friendly. One of the biggest things we teach here is to have a social circle filled with with amazing high quality women. Um, but yes, it is kind of like Hitch in the sense that we are teaching dating skills. We are helping, you know, these guys in that area. Yeah. Well, you know, I look at it and I got married really young. It was 4th of July, 98. You know, I married the girl that I met at college and 4th of July, 99, we had twins. So, you know, like, and we've been married the whole time and we have a wonderful marriage and, um, it, it was not something where I felt like we needed help. Right. Right. Now, you know, and we were, you know, I mean, I, we didn't even finish school. I mean, I was in my sophomore year and she was in her freshman year when we met and it was that next summer that we got married. And, you know, like I said, you know, we didn't know what we were doing, but we figured it out and we made things work. But I know that not everybody is in that spot. I know that, you know, and, and not everybody's wanting to be the player, right. That, that gets all the tail, you know, I mean, I know that, of course that, that I try to push, you know, a, a monogamous message, you know, I think that's important. And I know that, you know, not everybody might see the world that way and I'm not here to judge, but you know, um, the whole concept of here you are, you're a single guy and nobody has told you what a woman is looking for. You know, right. nobody has told you, what uh, a relationship looks like or how to even start one. And, and so I, I can see where there's a need for somebody like you to come in and, and be that coach, you know, and, and, and honestly, you know, we started dating before internet dating was really a thing, you know, uh -huh. right. <laughs> so like this whole world now is so different. And so it so changes, insane. it changes at a drastic pace. I still remember going out when I first started learning this 2006 you know, the whole goal was to go out and then get a bunch of numbers on a napkin. 
then they would just write their numbers and 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 give it to you. And then I'd have all these napkins up with phone numbers. I have to call them up. There was no texting back then. Now you have to call them up and whatever. Um, the world, the dating world is changing drastic. That again, maybe that's why we call ourselves modern flirting because we're always trying to stay on top of the new trends and see the new areas that we can improve upon. And your story is common. You know, there's a lot of people who they find this high school sweetheart, they find a girl they settle down with, they find a love of their life early on. And that's great, but we, I'm going to call a spade a spade and just say that's based on luck. It just happened. You, it was lucky. It was great that that, that that mixed, but there's so many men out there who are just not as fortunate as you, myself included, who didn't get to just magically find the the love of their life who also loved them as much and settle down early on and get this, you know, get this handle right off the bat. There are guys out there who are dealing with rejection after rejection, who don't know how to meet women, who don't know um, how to attract them properly, who don't know, who have blind spots. They don't know what they're doing right or wrong because they're, you know, nobody wants to tell them girls feel too awkward or weird to tell them their friends don't, you know, will try to help out, but they don't really know. They don't learn it from dad. They don't learn it from school. It's very frustrating. They're looking online for answers. And a lot of the answers, unfortunately, are drifting people apart, whether it's red pill, black pill, MGTOW, incel, there's all these movements that are kind of like hating on women, making people bitter. Um, and we're definitely not, we're definitely not about that at all. So so my message, what I do is I help a lot of the guys who were not as fortunate as you, who, for whatever reason, they haven't found the one. And I'm responsible for over 180 marriages that I even know of. I was just, a, and a lot of times being a groomsman, I've been a groomsman like 40 or 50 times. I just got done with the wedding last month from one of my old students. So we do tell people get married, monogamy. I've also helped guys create open relationships. I'm not here to judge one way or the other. It's it's whatever goals that they have, as long as it's beneficial, as long as it's good towards the girls they meet. They're, they're always leaving the women better than when they found them. And it's something that's good for both the man and the girl. And I know for a lot of guys, especially guys who are divorced, you know, let's say um, it's, it's very scary and it's very draining to, to be in a relationship for years or have a wife and get into a routine, get into a habit, be very comfortable, know that you, you just click and that's that. But then when you go through this divorce, number one, you're beating down as a man, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling, you know, you're feeling, um, was that my the cause of it? Could I have done something better? Is this what all women are like? Should I even bother getting married again? Am I going to deal with this all over again? Like there's a lot of like emotionally crushing down feelings uh, that happen with something like a divorce or, or just even a breakup. And when you've been in a relationship that long and you come back into the dating world, you feel old, you feel used, you feel disgusting, you feel clueless. Like what, the, how do I use these apps? What is, what is the right way of going about it? What worked back then? Like you were, like you were saying, you know, you met your, you know, girl, not online. It was, it was all just natural. Does that still work? How do we go about doing it? Is it too late for me? There's a lot of baggage that comes with it. And so a lot of my guys, you know, a good, a good portion of them are older men who've gotten divorced, who are trying to get themselves back in the game and they want to do it correctly. They want to put their best foot forward so that this isn't something that takes another five, even hell, even 10 years. Um, I had one student, Matt, who I helped way back in the day, like a decade ago, he was clueless. He didn't know what to do with women. Um, he, I taught him how to like go out to bars and clubs and, and go approach and do all this stuff. And he got pretty good. Right. And then he got married, Mazel Tov, but then he got divorced, uh, around like 2018, 2019, you know, he got divorced and he came back to me and he's like, Jared, can you help me? Because his whole thing is, look, I'm 42 now. I'm a lot older. The energy's gone. Um, yeah, I can go up and try to like, you know, soak the wild oats and, and add notches to the bedpost, but he wasn't about that. And we use the teachings here. We use the skills being learned here. And I'm happy to say he's like 42 now or 43 now. And he's married to a 22 year old, this gorgeous girl that he met. And they have a beautiful baby girl. Like we just shattered his expectations. He didn't think he can get a girl that young. He didn't think he could ever have a family. Um, 
but he used it in, in a different way. He used the teachings to focus on that, even coming right out of a divorce. And now he's happier than ever. So it is absolutely possible if you take the right actions to make, to ensure your success. So let's say we've, we've got a fictitious guy and he he's coming to you and he is in the early stages of this divorce. Maybe the divorce isn't finalized yet, but he's, it's coming, it's there. It's what's going to happen. Um, what's your, what's your advice for him? Where, do, where should he start? He, he knows that this isn't where he wants to end up. He knows that, you know, maybe he's not even ready quite yet for dating, but he's. Are you seeing a guy who's already divorced or are you seeing him about getting divorced? He's, he's in the divorce process, whether, okay, he's, so, whether so it's finished or it's close. That's where he's at. They're he's broken coming. up. It's just not legal. Sure. Or, or maybe almost legal, you know, either way, you know, that, that guy that's in that, that, that phase of his, his relationship, you know, where, where do you help him? How do you get him started? Well, first I'd want to reframe that mindset. You know, Louis case, Louis uh, CK, the stand-up comics has a really great thing. He's like, if, if, if a friend tells you he just got divorced, don't be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, that's, that's such a shame. You know, she'd be like, no, good. Good. You got out of something. It clearly wasn't working. You know, Louis, Louis C.K. is a whole stand a bit where he's like, no one in the history of divorce got divorced because they were happy. So if they're going to the divorce and they got out of it, it's almost, it, it could be a relief. It could be a good thing. It's like, look, you got out. You weren't happy. That's the whole reason you got divorced. Obviously, maybe if the wife left him or she, you know, you know there are exceptions of that, of course. Sure. Um, but the first kind of thing is the mental reframe of realizing you are free now. You are have back in full control of your life. You're back in the world. This can be a very, very good thing, an empowering thing. Um, it, is, it can be, is it scary? Yes. Is it outside your comfort zone because you're used to always living a married life? You know, absolutely yes. So there are some fear elements to it, but I would say let's start with the mindset of realizing, look, you spend months, years maybe, in this relationship that was not working, taking your time, dragging you down, that's no longer a factor. Now you are back in the driver's seat, you're in control of starting to craft, develop and mold the kind of life and lifestyle and relationships that you actually want. So instead of throwing yourself a giant pity party, instead of being woe is me, you know that, that just comes from a scarcity mindset of this is the only girl who would ever have me, this is the only things, you know, that work. No, no, you can now start taking action and learning this the right way to have a lifestyle and, and way of living and a relationship that could potentially be on your wildest dreams and what you thought possible. It is an amazing place to be. Honestly, there's those other like things where like, you know, be glad you hit rock bottom because the only way, because the only place to go from there is up. Like it's, it, it's, I'm not saying it's going to be that bad, but it's that mindset of you're, you're finally now can start taking the right mindsets and energy of getting your life the way you truly want it and not settling and compromising and doing the stuff you're doing before in your previous marriage. Yeah. I think a lot of guys, don't know who they are once they get mm -hmm. into that situation because you're not the same person that you were when you started out. Now you're no. different and now you've got to figure that out. Got to find yourself again. Who are you? That, that we have a whole module in, in modern flirting. We take them through a masterclass um, of my teachings of transforming you as a man who is attractive, who is a seducer, who is high status, who is charismatic, who is all these things. And one of the, our modules, literally the whole week, we just spend on figuring out who are you? That's a key concept for a, for a real identity change. Yeah. So he's done the work and now he's ready to start looking. Yep. <laughs> Where do you start? You start with the skill. If, if you're asking me, per, like, look, most guys are going to do when they start They're It's, it's a mindset of, do you want to fish you know, do you want to just try to get a fish or do you want to learn the art of fishing? Right. So when most guys come out and start, they still have the Disney lie. They still have the, the mentality of you've heard the cliche. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Just be yourself. Just be confident. Put yourself out there. Good things will happen. Yada, yada, yada. 
right? Like, so they'll, they might go to the bar and, you know, they'll just be standing there with the drink to the chest, looking around, waiting for this magic woman to lock eyes and come up and make things happen. Maybe they go on the apps. They have no idea what pictures to use. They're wondering why they're not getting any matches because nothing's working out there. They're asking their friends and the friends don't really, their, their friends are usually married or can really, they don't really have anything. So the problem is most guys try to start by going right to, let me grab a fish. Let me, let me describe a girl, find a girl. They're coming from a place of scarcity, a scarcity mentality of I'll take anything to just get back to my comfort of having a woman by my side, right? Versus what I urge guys to do is again, treat this and think about this as a learnable, teachable skill set. So, so let's use an analogy here, right? Let's say a guy just got whooped really hard in a fight, he, you know, a, a high school kid or whatever. He got, he got his ass kicked. He got beat up pretty bad. Does it make sense for him to go back the next day or next week and start a fight again with that guy to try to win? Are they just like, let me just try again. Because usually you're just going to get your ass beat over, right? Or does it make sense to go, look, it's not about the fighting. It's about the, the MMA, it's about learning MMA. It's about learning the techniques so that I can build up how to fight. I can learn these skills. And that whenever that guy comes back again, that bully or whatever, I see him again. Now I am ready. I, they weren't result oriented. They weren't like, I need to get into a fight and mess this guy up. They were process oriented, skill oriented and going, I need to learn how this works how to do this properly. Let me build these skills up. And then once I have that foundation and I have that knowledge, now let's really apply it and use it and see and, and be amazed and awed at how effective this is and how efficient it is. Uh, because the stuff we teach them on flirting, these are proven systems. I don't do the woo-woo. I'm not, I'm, I'm not teaching guys to use their masculine energy to or their king's chakra and and, you know, hypnotize or, or whatever. And, and I don't know if that's something, you know, you're, you're about, I hope I'm not offending anybody by that no. or anything like that. My stuff is, look, I'm a, I'm a trained therapist. My background psychology, I like data. I like the spreadsheets. I like to track what works, what doesn't. I like to see exactly um, step-by-step a proven system, proven guide that's going to get you meeting women better, attracting them better and retaining them better. And it's very much like running a business. I mean, if you think about any good business, there's acquisition, conversion, retention. So in this case, you're dating, you're socialized, you can treat it the same way. Acquisition is nailing down online dating, cold approach, meeting new women, and building a social circle, surrounding yourself with female friends and cool guys, and you meet them this way. And then conversion, you can use my traction ladder, which, you know, I have a book, I talk about it, you know, my program, Psychology of Modern Flirting. You can go into what's called an attraction ladder, step by step how to move things forward so you don't end up in the friend zone. So the girl is interested in you, attracted to you. You know how to escalate in a way that's welcoming to the girl, how to build those connections, how to flirt. So they go through my traction ladder. And then for retention, we use strategies of keeping women around as friends. I'm a firm believer that it's good to have female friends and have them in your life. Keep women around as maybe just friends with benefits, if that's something you're looking for. And as long as the woman is into it as well, there's nothing wrong with that in my book. And then of course, a real relationship, a girlfriend, finding the girl that's right for you and, and retaining it and, and, keep, and making that relationship strong so that we don't make the same mistakes from the past. I think a lot about the fact that people often forget that when you're dating somebody and you're looking for somebody and you're trying to get to that phase where this is okay, this is now a lifelong commitment. This is marriage or whatever, Right. you know, what's made our marriage work is that we're best friends, yes. you know, like, so in building that social circle of people that you enjoy and whose company you enjoy and want to spend time with, like, duh, you've got to learn to be a good friend. Yes. Too many guys that I've seen look at women as purely sex objects or look at them as just a thing to conquer. And you can't really build a foundational relationship with that kind of mentality. You have to understand their people. You have to understand their world, their desires. But, you know, and, and we do a lot of that through social circle, befriending the kind of women you'd want to date. Um, 
being able to have that self-control to not try to hit on everything in sight, but learning from them. You know, I have female friends, a girl in the other room right now, a friend of mine, um, who, you know, you learn from like, what do they talk about? What do they think about? How do they act? What are their desires or hopes? How, what is their world like? As men, unfortunately, the vast majority of our knowledge from women come from books, come from some, you know, some kind of seduction book on how to get laid or, or forums on with guys who are bitter towards women. That's one area we learn about women. Most men learn about women, or we only know about women from when we encounter them in stressful situations, the nightclubs, the bars, maybe you meet them out in the daytime. You try to strike up the courage to approach them. So only in that flirting context, only in that brief window, do guys even get that much interaction with women minus, you know, obviously at work, but then that's a professional environment. So, it is when I'm meeting new students of mine and going over this for them, it is staggering how little they really know about a woman's world, a woman's viewpoint, how they operate. Um, because, and that's, what's going to really help them attract and, and keep retain a woman um, in their life and the kind of woman that they want. Yeah. Because a good relationship is about, uh, having that mutual respect for each other, that mutual appreciation for each other. And, you know, I mean, heck, I've been married for 20 some years and I still say I don't have a clue what we're doing. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, you're always figuring as soon as you start to figure it out, then, you know, a change happens in your life, your kids grow up and then, you know what I mean? Like, it's just life, you know, and you've got to build it on something worth building it on. I think, you know, yeah, I think at that level, you have a lifetime. It, it's a life teammate. It's your, the life partner. It's a team. The idea is to work as a team for life. It's just, like I said, a, a, there's so many, I know for a fact, there's so many guys out there who aren't as fortunate as you, who can, who found that teammate, that, that lifelong, you know, changing your vocabulary from I to we, Mm-hmm. me to us, like making that a, a becoming a unit. And, but it all starts with, you have to know how to meet them. You have to know how to attract them. You have to understand your flaws and, and work on your blind spots that you'll never be able to see. There are guys who come into my program. They don't even realize they have an incredible BO sometimes. I've had, mm-hmm. I've had guys come into my workshop and I send them back home. They're like, yo, you need a shower, put deodorant on. Like stuff they don't even realize. The fashion they don't realize, um, the, the way their body language or tonality, uh, the kind of topics that they bring up, uh, how passive they are with escalating things flirtatiously or sexually, or the opposite, how um, brazen they are and how uh, creepy they are with with it. Like there's stuff that is just blind spots that these, that men will never be able to know or see without the proper guidance. And it leads to a lot of frustration, which leads to the bitterness that I, I keep seeing in the, you know, online. Yeah. Yeah. The, that online circle is pretty crazy. I see, you know, uh, we have a, a men's group that online, the, fa- the manlyhood man cave and um, on our Facebook and uh, you know, most of the guys in there have gotten past any of that, you know, but there are a few who struggle with that. And, um, you know, they actually don't feel comfortable in the group long because we don't disrespect women. You know what I mean? So they're like, it, it, it's not long before that they stop interacting because their bitterness isn't welcomed. And yeah. Yeah. You're not getting that echo chamber of, of, yeah, I can't believe she did that to you. You know, right. And you you see it with those groups. They, 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 they piggyback of each other. My group's the same way. Modern flirting. My, my Facebook group is called Modern Flirting Dating Advice for uh, Businessmen. Um, and that group, Modern Flirting Dating Advice for Businessmen, uh, we don't accept those kind of comments and talk. There's no bad-mouthing women. It's great because when guys post on there, it really does come from a place of, I want to get better. I want to improve me. How do yeah. I yeah. level up? As we're not hating society. We're not hating the world. We're not hating women. We're not feeling like this is this unfair game and blah, blah, blah. It just goes, look, here's something I'm dealing with. Here's a problem point. How do we make it better? It's a free group that we have and they they get tons of freebies and the coaches are on there. I'm doing a live on there tomorrow talking about more of this stuff, you know, so it's an amazing free resource for so many guys. Um, But just like your group, like you said, they they either don't post it because they know it's not welcome or they get kicked out pretty quickly. And, and not to minimize too. Right. So when somebody's hurt, I can understand why that bitterness creeps in, 
you know, but I, um, one of the things I'll tell a guy too, and you can, I mean, I'd like to hear what your thoughts are, but I'll tell a guy who's especially freshly divorced, like whether or not your marriage is ever going to be restored, you've got to work on you, you know? And that's the best way to restore it. If you think about it. Exactly. Like, and and here's the, the, the thing. So you move forward with your life and you work on you and you become the man that you need to be. And if she doesn't come around, well, you're a better man. So now you can handle it. And if she, you know, does come around, well, now you can work on things together, you know, right. but you know, I, I, I think that, uh, honestly, I think the same thing kind of applies to dating too. It's like, if you're striking out and you're having a hard time finding somebody that's interested in you, what can you do to level up? And, and I know some really good men, really good men. Like if I were, you know, I mean, that sounds really weird. If I were a girl, I'd date them, but you know, I don't mean it like that, but you know, you know, like, like there's some good men, like, like they're dateable, right? They're marryable. They're good guys, but they get so stuck mm-hmm. that they never push past the, it's time to move out of my mom's house. It's time to uh, yeah. ask a girl out on a date. It's time to, you know, get a, a real job, you know? And what do you tell those guys? Well, there's a lot, like you said, there are a lot of guys who are great to date. They are good guys. There's nothing wrong with them. People, and this again, goes to my core message. People need to get away from thinking of there's something innately wrong with me or it has something to do with me as a person, as a good guy and has everything to do with the perception has everything to do with on the front end of what, cause, cause girls can't see that. You know, this guy's a good guy. If I'm a girl and I meet him, I don't know he's a good guy. He might be a serial killer. He might be a rapist. He might be the most boring guy in the world. I don't know anything. You know he's great. He knows he's great. But as if I'm a girl meeting him, I don't know that. So there needs to be a funnel. There needs to be a step-by-step process that happens that gets me to lower my defenses, lower my shield, because women get hit on all the time, that gets me to want to give this guy a chance to even want to see him. Because while you might be introducing this guy to me as a girl saying, oh, he's a great guy, guess what? If I'm an attractive, high-quality girl, I'm getting bombarded by good guys or bad, just men in general. Men, some are good, yeah. some are bad. They're being bombarded. There is so much coming, you know, just look at any girl's Instagram, any attractive girl's Instagram, the messages that are going in there. So it's like one of those things where innately – you could be an amazing boyfriend to her. You could be someone that would be so great for her life. But if you don't know how to create that perception early on and get her to see that, good luck. In the business world, right? You can have an amazing product. You can really have an incredible product that can change lives. But if you're not marketing it, if you're not getting viewers to see this and you're not selling it properly so that they want to try out the product, that product is going to never see the light of day. No one's buying it. On the other hand, you can have something as stupid as a pet rock that took, that was a big thing back in like the seventies, a pet rock that had great marketing behind it, great salesmanship behind it. And people were buying one of the most stupid products in the history of of business, which was here's a rock that you can get outside, but we're going to ship it to you. And this is your pet now. Like it just, so you can be a really shitty guy and there are really awful guys who just know how to play the game and get with these women. And then there are these great guys who don't know how to do that correctly and they keep losing out again and again. And I think that's a big reason why a lot of guys think, oh, these assholes or these, uh, the bad boys, that's what gets the girls. No, it's not really that. It's not that because, and they're like, well, I'll be an asshole. I'll be a dick. And, and then women will like me. You're, you're missing the point. It's a skill set. It's it's marketing. It's sales. It's it's a skill that you can develop as a good guy or even as a bad guy, unfortunately, um, to put yourself in the best way forward. That will get the yes. We can also look at it like like an interview. You could you could be amazing for this job. You could be such an asset for this company. But if you walk in not dressed up in a baggy raggy shirt while you're stinking whatever and you're just in low energy and you just don't answer the questions right they're not going to hire you even if reality is you could do that job incredibly well it doesn't matter 
you just ruined your chance. You had one shot to actually make a good impression, make it, to, to have them perceive you that way. And that's exactly what we teach, how to make, how to get guys giving off the right impression, how to move it forward. Um, we show them what women actually want, what they're actually looking for. And we help them. And, and then part of that is lifestyle. Get out of your mom's house. You're in your thirties. You're living at home. It's time to get out of the house. Some of it's a lot. Of, it's so weird. Some of the, some of the guys that I'm coaching, you know, they come to me for women and help help with women and dating or whatever. A lot of times I'm, I'm helping them grow their business or start a side income. I'm helping them make more money. I'm doing life coaching. I'm helping them manage their time better, how to managing their stress better. I'm helping them um, learn how to network with, you know, high status guys. I'm teaching them all kinds of things that have nothing to do really with talking to women, but we have, but we understand that in order to get the highest quality girl, the girl of your dreams, you've got to become your ideal self. Mm-hmm. You have to be a guy like you, like you were saying, um, you know, to, to level up Josh. You, um, talk about marketing. And I think that a lot of people have this misunderstanding of what marketing and sales is because they've seen the sales guy at the car dealership that sells Mm, you a lemon, mm. right? You know, they've seen the commercials for the, uh, you know, the pharmaceuticals that have like, you know, uh, 15 seconds of benefits and then 45 seconds of flaws. And so why would anybody take that? And I, I think that people just have this bad taste in their mouth for marketing, but I mean, that's actually what my day job is, is I'm in marketing. And I know that really what it is, is you're showing what's good about something. And if your product isn't good, then like you said, then you have to make your product better. And, and that's okay. Like, it's okay to say, you know what? I am not as marketable as I need to be. How can I take my product back to development and level it up? Better yourself up. If you, Josh, if you did not market this podcast, and the Facebook brand, and you did not sell it as, look, this is what I'm looking for. This is going to be a great thing uh, for you to help a lot of guys going through this. You you marketed it properly. You sold me on it to want to be a guest here. Like you did it to me. You gamed me, bro. Like you you marketed and sold me to be here as a guest on your podcast. If you didn't do that, it doesn't matter how great you are as a host or how great this podcast is you wouldn't have the kind of guests you're looking for. You wouldn't be able to be able to grow this and get your message and, and, and spread it to the world. Sales and marketing are not, is not a, it's not a dirty word. It's not a bad thing. Are there scammy people? Are there people trying to sell you something they don't believe in who just want to take from you and, and like the car salesman, you know, kind of thing. A hundred percent. Absolutely. But anyone who's in business, anyone who's learned about sales realizes the people who are the best at sales passionately, um, um, almost as a zealot, uh, you know, just passionately believe in what they're selling and what they're doing. And that's their whole goal. It's not to convince people who have nothing to do with them, who have nothing to do with what they're, they're talking about. It's to prove and it's to show, hey, I know I have a solution. I know I can help you. And I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't do everything in my power to get you to see that for yourself. And that to me is, is good sales and what real sales is about or marketing is about. It's about having something that you passionately believe in that you know is going to help the world or help the fellow man. It's something that's good, it's solid. And for guys who are skeptical, who are pessimistic, who are like, yeah, all salesmen are sleazy, blah, blah, blah. It's very easy to call that out. You can do the research. You can see the testimonials. You can see their track records. You can see the stuff they're doing on the front end and see if that's helpful and if that resonates with you at all. Like there's a lot of ways to easily call that out. And those kind of salesmen, those kind of scam people, they don't last long. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't really make it in any business for too long because in order to run a successful business, you have to be giving value. You have to, you know, you could do all the marketing sales in the world, you know, Josh, for this podcast, but at its core, if people started hearing it and not liking it, it's going to crumble. So yes, the product does matter. And I, I would say, look at guys who have those testimonials, proving track records, who stood the test of time, who are leaders in their industry or in their field, and really who resonate with you, because at that point, it's you know, now you found a, a golden mine. You found something that can be of incredible use and benefit to you. 
And the same thing then would apply in relationships. You know, what a girl is looking for or a woman is looking for is a, is a man. They know what they're looking for. They all have different things they're looking for because they're looking for different kinds of men. And I think that if we're not taking the time to tell them, this is who I am and this is what I can do, then they start to see what it is they're looking for. And and show them every woman imagines her ideal lifestyle. What kind of life does she want? Her relationship she wants, the the kind of guy she wants, the family, the, the, the life, every woman in her mind has this idea of this is what I'm used to. This is what I want for myself. And it's the man's job to show her, Hey, if you align with me, if we're together and we have a relationship, that's the life that you're going to live. And that's the life we're going to live together. Like, and it's, and it's on the mat. I mean, women have to do their part too. You know, like it's not, women aren't off the hook by any means with it. Like, you know, they got to step it up to make sure that they're great for men, but that's the best relationship when, when both the man and the woman are doing everything in their power to be the best version of themselves for the other person. It's, it's an, that's the most amazing relationships on earth where they are always, always showing ways of appreciating each other. And when things go bad, they're always never trying to be right or wrong. But instead, they're always trying to understand and be understood. Definitely excellent thoughts and advice. So I like to ask a couple of questions here in my interview. So we'll kind of change the topic for a minute. And uh, the one question I love to ask is this. If, Jared, if the uh, eight to 10-year-old version of yourself walked in the room and you had the opportunity to speak into his life and to tell him something, what is it you want him to know? eight or 10, pretty young. I would, I would really want him to know early on anything you want to do is learnable and teachable. The skill set, this thing, the kind of what I was talking about, I would want him to know, don't just accept life or, or situations as the way they are. Understand that you have incredible control over the direction and what you're going to do with your life. If you want it bad enough and, and all that, and things are not just set in stone. It's not that some people have it and some people don't. I, I would want them to know you're extremely intelligent. You can learn anything if you want to learn it and just become this agent of growth. Keep leveling yourself up, make it your passion early on because life just gets infinitely better and better and better and better. Whether it's learning skills with women, whether it's learning skills with business, whether it's learning an instrument or you know, learning, um, some other cool hobby that you want, you know, you want to do whatever it might be fitness or what, you know, like learn to love and, and learn, learn that it's real, that you, you can do it and learn to love, uh, the growth process of always leveling up and getting better, like a cool, like RPG character. Yeah. I like that picture. I've got, uh, kids that are, uh, I mean, they're adults now, but I've got, children that are into D and D. And so they're always talking about that process and, you know, when they get the opportunity to make that character more valuable and, or, or learn new skills or get more hit points. So yeah, that, that applies to life too. Yeah. Like a lot of kids are around that young. They're just like, well, life is life. This is what my parents provided for me. This is what I know. This is what my world is. And their very reaction towards it mm-hmm. versus what I would want to tell my kid, my, myself that age is, be proactive, learn shit, keep building up your repertoire of things because that's going to make life easier, better, open opportunities and really give you long lasting happiness versus the short, just a, you know, an evening of happiness. Yeah. So then the next question I have is this for the guys that are listening today, what is your best advice for them? To use every resource at your disposal don't try to think like get rid of your ego. Stop trying to think, you know, it all stop, you know, like, like just understand you don't know what you don't know. So use every resource available to get this area of life figured out and then to take massive action. This is not something that goes away on its own. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So make it a priority. Actually, no, don't make it a priority. Make it a non-negotiable. Make this area of life one of those things that is just as important as showing up to work. It's just as important as going to the gym or trying to eat right. It is a non-negotiable that needs to be in your life where you're using every resource at your disposal and taking massive action 
to learn the skill, to get this down, to make it happen. Because the worst feeling, and I got this from Gary Vee, the worst feeling, emotion in the world is not anxiety. It's not depression. It's not loneliness. It's none of that shit. The worst one is regret. Because when you feel regret, when you get too old to really start learning this down, when, when, when years have gone by, or even decades have gone by, and this is still a problem in your life that could have been solved now, you're going to feel regret. And the problem with the feeling of regret is you can't change it. You can't do anything about it. If you're depressed, you can get happy. If you're lonely, you can get surrounded by people. If you're feeling anxiety, you can gain some courage. When you feel regret, you got to deal with that shit for the rest of your life. It's over. A lot of times I'll be talking to guys who are thinking about joining my program um, where we do around the clock coaching. You know, we have coaching calls every day and we have a masterclass to follow. We have a library, a vault of information they can use. They can practice with the drill leaders in my program. They, it includes live training with me. It's a lot. All right. Um, but I get guys, you know, when I explain, look at all these ways I'm going to help you and, and we're going to solve this problem, not in a matter of years, mind you, like, like how I had to do it, but in a matter of months, we're going to solve this. And this was never going to be an issue again for you. And it's so crazy. A lot of times guys might say something like, now is not the right time. I just don't know if I have the time for it right now. And my mindset is, bro, you're right. This is not the right time to be learning this. The right time to be learning this would have been 10 years ago, five years ago. Like that would have been the right time. The second best time would be now, but putting this off more and more and more, the, you're, you're just doing yourself an incredible disservice. And that, it just blows my mind because I think people, I was actually just writing a post on this. I think people just get into this headspace of, well, this is my life. I'm content. I'm comfortable. I want more. I'm interested in more, but do you truly desire it? Is this something that's like, you're actually ready to take off with? Everybody's so worried about like being the right time, being the right time. There's never a right time. There, you know, that's, there's never, when is the right time to start a fitness journey? Like there's no right time. It's, it's to start. If, if this is serious, start. When is the right time to start working on your, if you're in a marriage and you're not a place to be divorced, you know, but it's just a little rocky. When is the right time to start really trying to fix that marriage? Now, like there's no, there's never a time like the present. And this, and this, this, um, this illusion of later, later, tomorrow, tomorrow, that, that, that procrastination mentality is one of the single biggest reasons why so many people fail and why 97% of the world's population are average at anything. If you look at who are truly successful in any field, any field, sports, business, women, um, uh, acting, anything, it's really about only like 3% because 97% of guys or, or, and women, they're not going to put in the work. They make excuses. They procrastinate. It's never the right time. The right time would have been in the past, but you missed that. You missed that boat. And now it's about making this a non-negotiable and starting to take the actions and resources that you have to live the life that, not just, not just the life that you want, but the life that you deserve. Jared, excellent advice, my friend. I've really enjoyed uh, talking to you. If the guys want to know more about what you're doing, they want to maybe explore some of this or learn from your group, uh, where's, where's the best place to plug in and connect with you? Oh, for sure. And also, thanks. I mean, it was a pleasure talking with you, Josh. I think we're very similar minded. A lot of this stuff. I, I really liked the questions here. Um, if guys want to find out more about me, well, number one, obviously, is my website. You can look up a lot of stuff there, uh, modernflirting.com, modern as in like new, flirting as in you're flirting with a girl, you know, modernflirting.com. You can also go to my free Facebook group uh, where we, you know, give out a lot of free trainings and do a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, that, and that's called Modern Flirting Dating Advice for Businessmen. And what I'll do is, and look, if you add me on Facebook, Jared Psych Lawrence is my name, Jared Psych Lawrence, J-A-R-E-D, Lawrence, L-A-U-R-E-N-C-E. If you add me on Facebook or go to the group or message me from my website, get my email, psych at modernflirting.com, whatever. If you reach out to me 
and you met, mentioned our boy Joy, I'm sorry, Joy, our boy uh, Josh Hatcher here, or the you know the Manlyhood Mancast here, the, this podcast. I'll send you this book for free as my gift to all your listeners, Josh. Um, if you want to learn more about this, check it out. You can go in the, you can go to my website. You'll get this book for free just by mentioning Josh's name and um, and just research me. Check me out. I, we also have a YouTube channel, Modern Flirting, the YouTube channel. So you can. There's a lot of cool stuff you can check out. Awesome. I encourage you guys if this is something that you want to know more about, definitely reach out and uh, let them know where you heard about it. So. Hey, like I said, I've really appreciated having you on the show. Maybe we'll have you on again sometime and talk about some more stuff we can unpack. It'd be awesome. And anytime for you, brother, anytime. I, I love it. You just let me know when. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Shout out to you, Jared Lawrence. You are a great guy, and I think we've learned a lot from you. Yeah, we might not see everything the same, but I do believe that you have a good perspective on all of this, that this is not just about uh, hookup culture. It's about becoming a better man so that you can attract the kind of life and the kind of woman that you want to attract. And I appreciate that. But listen, I want to encourage all of you guys, if you got something out of this article, I want to encourage all of you guys, if you got something out of this interview, or if you know somebody who would get something out of this interview, please share it with a friend. Uh, go to iTunes and leave us a review. Leave us a rating on Spotify or like and comment and share the video on YouTube. Let's get the word out and let's see if we can tell more men about what's happening here at Manlyhood. Listen, guys, I love you. I care about you. And I'll see you next time. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. And you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for Manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.